corruption is done to procure a benefit for somebody um, for themselves. It's contrary to the duty of their employer or to the citizens who have elected them. And some, some examples are ex- accepting kickbacks. That's what happened with the Oregon prison food scheme. The guy was accepting kickbacks. Conflicts of interest. This one, we have laws on the books regarding this, folks. Uh, conflicts of interest means, well, you know, I know David, and David knows me, and, and, or I'm, I'm an elected official, and, and I own a business as well. So let's just, can I use my position to procure benefit for myself. Bid rigging is another one. I don't know if we have any of this in this case, um, but I'm just trying to educate you as to why we are looking into what we're looking at and what some of the issues could be. 32% of all frauds that occur are in the category of corruption. In the last couple of months, and even prior, we've requested documents from the CRC. And the first thing I do as a CPA is I say, I want to look at your financial statement. I want to know all the money coming in, and I want to know all the money going out. Pretty basic. In your home, it's your W-2, your money coming in, and you know you've paid your mortgage, and you've paid your health insurance, and you've paid your, your car payment, whatever it is. And if you, at the end of the year, put your numbers together, you'd kind of see where you were at at the end. And as a business owner, most of us, that's what we do. We look at the numbers. And so the first thing I asked in our very initial meeting was, can you please provide me the financial statement for this project? They don't have one. They don't. So I said, okay, um, can I ask for the, the funding by source? So really quick, previous to my, my stint here as a fraud examiner, I used to do, be a governmental auditor. I used to audit schools and cities and counties and all kinds of different governmental entities down in California. So I understand governmental funding. And I understand where we get our, where the government gets its income, tax dollars, um, funding from, from the, the feds, etc. So I said, I need to know the total funding by source. How much has come in from Oregon? How much has come in from Washington? How much have we gotten from the feds? We don't have that, Miss Couch. So I said, okay, what about expenditures? Well, they attempted to give David and I the expenditures, and we'll get into that. Um, but these are some of the things we've asked for. Nothing that I believe, at, especially at the outset of a job, would be really too hard to provide and something that would be in the ordinary course of business. We've also asked for benchmarks to understand some of the newly built overpasses. I drive up and down I-5 a lot, and they've, they're building new overpasses everywhere. And so we would just like to understand how much did some of those overpasses cost so that we can compile compare those to the overpasses that are happening or supposed to happen here. They've not yet given us that information. We also just want to know who they're paying. Who's their master vendor list? If you walk into Acuity Group and you ask for my master vendor list, if you ask for my financial statements, I'm going to be able to run a report pretty quickly for you. We also asked about audit reports. They've not had an audit done for the CRC nor for any of their major vendors ever for the last five or six years. So total CRC funding 
by source. No reply. They actually told me physically they don't have that accounting. Total CRC expenditures. They said, well, Ms. Couch, that's too hard to do because Washington pays for some and ODOT pays for some. And I said, well, I, I understand that. I understand that, you know, if you're going to build a, a building, you might have some money in savings and you're going to pull some of that from there and you might get a bank loan and you might pull some of the money from the bank loan and that's all going to kind of be combined so that you kind of know what you have to spend so that we then know, we understand how to spend it. They don't have that accounting in the CRC office here in Vancouver. For expenditures, they said, well, we can't really tell you total expenditures for the project in detail because we don't have that. But the WashDOT, we WashDOT people, we have given you this data dump from our system, and we can tell you what we've paid, at least what WashDOT has paid for this, for this project, which they did. And I think that was from 2006 through 2010, and they had paid $108 million so far. We'll get into those details pretty soon. I asked about project deliverables. So I said, you've spent $120 million or $150 million. Really don't, we don't really know. What have we gotten for the, those project deliverables? You know, do, do, what do we get? And she, she being the CRC, the manager, her, she's brand new, Nancy Boyd. She said, I don't really know. I need to get that to you. That would be something good that we should have. And I said, I think so. I did find something on their website here pretty recently that proposes that it is the project deliverables, but it doesn't really reconcile to the information that I have so far. We asked for financial statements. They said they are not required to do financial statements. They're not required to have that 30,000 foot, what's the money coming in, money going out. We don't, they are not required to do that. So we, that's not something we're probably ever going to get. They've still not replied to us on benchmarks of the overpasses and the master vendor list, which David's been asking for for months, long before I ever even walked in on the scene. <clears throat> they don't. And then again, the audit reports have not been performed. So what do we have so far? 715 miscellaneous PDF files. Now, when I request documents from a client, I always ask for the financial statement so I can look at the big picture. And then I say, okay, give me contracts. Give me your vendor payable file. Give me bank statements and cancel checks. And generally, those things come to me in a pretty orderly fashion. Unfortunately, the documents that have been provided to us are in no orderly fashion. And Mr. Medor really explained it to them well one day during a meeting. He said, you know... You've given us a lot of data, but we don't have any information. And unfortunately, we've got a private citizen now hiring my services to put the data together so I can provide all of you and him and whoever wants to listen with information. Some of the files are so large that it just knocks your computer down. There'll be thousands of pages in a single PDF file. The, the pages don't seem to relate to each other. You know, if, if I asked you for a vendor payable file and I wanted to know everything that was paid to US Digital, you're gonna go and pull up a vendor file and you're probably gonna pull out all the invoices that you paid to US Digital and all of those would be in some chronological order or at least by year, that's not happening either, um, unfortunately. So what they did give us, they said, well, here you go. Here's what we've done for you. We've, we've extracted all of the 
the expenditures for WashDOT into this pretty Excel file, and here you could have it. And so it gave us information. It said the payee, the amount. It coded it by, for example, rent expense or architectural expense or IT costs, etc. And I thought, great, wow, we're, we're getting somewhere here. Again, it's only for WashDOT. It's not total CRC experiences, expenditures. $108 million totaled. $108 million WashDOT has spent between 2006 and 2010. At least that's what they're telling us. I can't prove that with actual vouchers or invoices just yet. $15 million of that didn't have a vendor name. So of the $108 million, nearly 12-13%, I can't tell you who we paid. Because that information was not in their system. As a forensic accountant, I'd find, I would find that, I find that questionable. Okay? Could it be a problem with the data dump? Absolutely. I've at, when we, we showed this information to Ms. Boyd, she said, gosh, that's a problem. I'll get right back on that, and I'll get that right back to you within a week or two. And that has since passed, and we've asked two more times for her to fill in the $15 million blanks, and or we've asked WashDOT. Um, that has not been provided to us yet. $38 million of the $108 million doesn't have a code. So, you know, you walk into Acuity Group, and I'm going to have some payroll expense, and I'm going to have rent expense, and I'm going to pay my utilities, and I'm going to pay for my, my professional business license or taxes. And so you're going to know of all the money I've spent, why I've spent it on. $38 million of the $108 million that WashDOT has spent, we do not know what it was for. Because that is blank. We have asked them what that means, what the $38 million was spent on. Was it for rent? I think some of it was for rent because it's that same amount. But what was it spent on? We've not received a reply. $77 million of the 108 million has gone to a single vendor. 77 million has gone to David Evans and Associates. David Evans and Associates do architectural and engineering. Um, and what bothers me is everything that I see where they've provided information, for example, to um, reporters says that they've only spent 28 or 30 million to David Evans, but their source stock, the, the information they gave up to us that they indicated were source documents from the WashDOT accounting system for payments for the CRC project, $77 million, according to their system, has gone to David Evans and Associates. When I, we, there was a report in the Willamette Weekly this week, and um, the gentleman, Nigel, I can't remember his last name, but he had a, a cost report that said, well, $38 million to David Evans and $5 million to HDR and some of these other vendors. And I said, well, wait a minute. I have $77 million just from WashDOT, to, from WashDOT for the CRC, and you're saying it's only 30 So he sent me this cost report that was really beautiful. It was pretty, and it had, you know... It just looked like a really nice accounting report. It doesn't reconcile to the information that I have. I don't know why, um, and I don't know why they didn't provide that to us. 
but it is something we've asked for. I have no idea what the sources are, and it only gives us the vendor. It says, you know, $38 million to David Evans. It doesn't say why or when or how many checks were written, etc. So here are my observations as a forensic accountant. We have no financial reporting for the 130 or 150 or at least the $108 million we know as Washington taxpayers has gone out of our coffers. We have no real understanding of where that money came from. And 15 million of the 108, we don't know where the money went to. We have lack of data in an accounting system. As a, an accountant, as a forensic accountant, that's just a, it's a big red flag. And we have no central repository of documents. One of the things we've asked for is, can we come in? Can you please pull the David Evans contract for us? Can you please pull all the payments made to David Evans? And they said that that would be really difficult for them to do. They're, at this point, they've not been able to produce that. That just is a red flag. And I don't understand why we don't have that at the CRC, if, if we're managing the project here. Um, and again, the $77 million, that's where it was. So here's what I asked the legislators. They've not provided accountability. Why? And I, I started thinking about this on our way down to Salem. I always wonder why somebody does something, why they do things that they do. And some, I wonder sometimes about egos and about saving face. And sometimes my clients come to me and they've really invested in something bad. And I say, you know, let's stop the bleeding. Let's just stop spending what we're spending our money on. And it's embarrassing and it's not something we can feel good about, but at least let's say we've made a $150 million mistake and not a $3 billion or a $10 billion mistake. Um, We've asked for a full forensic accounting. It, I, it would be nice. Um, they have told us their internal auditors have looked at it and everything. I, I don't know if they're working on it or they said everything was fine. I don't know what, what the communication was about the internal audit. Okay, so the internal auditors have indicated that everything is fine. But I don't have an internal audit report. And I understand what internal auditors do. Um, they need to go in and look at documents. They need to actually have a report. Um, that's not happened. Um, we just asked for full forensic accounting. We want to know what the funding is. We want to know the expenditures. We want to know the relationships. We want to demand that bidding records are open. It is our understanding that David Evans and Associates was basically sole-sourced this project. And the only contract that I have for them is a $50 million contract. So I have yet to understand why they've been paid $77 million. They have indicated to us that they cannot open up the bidding records because that creates information that would be intellectual property that should not be given to just ordinary folks like us. But I, I don't understand. It would be nice to understand that what the bidding process is. Um, and then we just want to demand proper accounting records. Um, I think these things are basic. I, again, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a lot of information for you, a lot of answers for you, um, as it's going to be our job here in the coming months to pull the data together to try to come up with some information um, so that we can make better decisions. But given the high red flags that we have already, 
Um, it doesn't make sense to me that nobody is just at least calling a timeout here. So we can, if we can't manage our 108 million or 150 million, how are we going to manage, you know, a bigger project? Um, and who's going to be getting all of these contracts for this for this work? You know, this is what I told the legislators. You guys have the power. You also have the responsibility. And we all want accountability, stewardship, and transparency and ethical leadership. I want to tell you there was a room of Democrats and Republicans, and I, it was the first time in a long time I felt energized by our governmental process. They were so um, open-eared. They put in a budget note related to the oversight they wanted ODOT to have over the CRC. They did that within hours of our meeting. It was just really exciting. Um, uh, they really want some answers. Um, I did talk to one long-term legislator, and she, I said, what about this $150 million? We've spent it on a bridge that won't work. And according to the engineers that I've interviewed and the people who, one guy is a bridge guy who's actually designed or helped work on bridge projects, and he told me, you know, Tiffany, they would have had to have known really early on that this would not work. And I said, well, why continue to spend the money? Well, because we have a contract. And when I, I told this legislator this, she said, well, that happens a lot. You know, things happen. And, you know, $150 million, it's, 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 it's gone, and we need to move forward with this project. Um, I don't know why. But my contact information is here. If you have any questions, please feel free to, to ask me, and I appreciate your time. Thank you, Tiffany. These are the kinds of things we've been dealing with. And